Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now hey everybody this is steve i just want to let you know that for all the latest on our podcast uh hit us up at eilf movies that's everything i learned from movies on twitter facebook and instagram uh we're also on patreon if you want to check that out but our homepage is with the age of radio network at ageofradio.org slash everything i learned from movies and if you're looking for some amazing art check out my wife's etsy page at untidyvenus.etsy.com all kinds of great stuff there also follow us at podcartfest that's p-o-d-c-a-r-t-f-e-s-t for our periodic art and podcasting festival that we're going to be hosting it's uh it's actually pretty cool check it out so yeah on that note let's get to the show Everything I learned from movies Helps to make life a little bit groovy With a one-life plot holes and gratuitous boobies It's time to get busy With your friend Steve and Izzy Big Jim! to the Windy City, and Chicago is up for grabs. We will be pot. As long as I hate your guts, I know I got good taste. Yay! Ladies and gentlemen, this joint is being closed down for new alteration. In a musical comedy extravaganza, made the way they used to make them. That's beautiful. You'll see bravery. Oh dear, I forgot my knitting. Chivalry. I want you to get the man who killed my father. Oh. And respect for one's elders. <laughs> It's Frankie. Hello. Sammy. Hello. And Dino. Hi. With Peter Falk and Bing Crosby in a swinging, ring a dingin' rat pack classic. It's more. Robin and the Seven Hoods. And Geraldine, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything, Everything I Learned from Movies. And tonight. Ooh, tonight. Oh, we are continuing Hood Movie Month. Woo, Hoods. Yeah, with 1964's Robin in the Seven Hoods. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> oh, but babe. Steve, we are way too sober for way this. Way too sober to talk about this movie. <laughs> I um, want to be as drunk as Sinatra, Steve. <laughs> well, let's start off with, uh, ooh, uh, from Alaskan Brewery, we have their <laughs> white ale. Uh, you may be wondering, what's in a white ale, Steve? <laughs> uh, it's basically their Belgian wit-style ale brewed with spices. Probably coriander and, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's it's basically their blue moon, but... It's you know, Aurora Borealis. Fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> Ironic we're doing a white ale for oh. Black History Month. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, this is about the whitest movie oh. you will see in a long, long hey, time. There's a black kid. There, there, there is one black <laughs> person who is regulated to, I think, four lines of dialogue. There's two. There's two. Who's the second one? There's the kid in the orphanage. Oh, yeah. Was he black or was he like Hispanic? Oh, wait, no, no, wait, no yeah. wait, there was one that looked like there the kid from one. Hook. That's right, yes. that's right. Okay, there was. <laughs> but the two that get to speak <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. are white and Hispanic. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so yeah, Alaskan white. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, oh yeah, it's like 5%, I think. Uh, babe, do you remember going to the uh, the brewery where this is made? Oh, the one in Juneau, Alaska? That my, would be the one. Well, yes, my... My lovely then boyfriend and now husband took me there, hmm. where we passed the Juno dump. And Steve, what was in the Juno dump? <laughs> Don't let anybody tell you differently. Bald eagles are basically seagulls. <laughs> it was. We thought it was a bald eagle preserve. There were like 
hundreds of them hundreds just flying around swarming around we're like wow look at that that's amazing is that the preserve <laughs> the guy's like no that's our dump yeah. <laughs> uh so my top <laughs> oh his top ah my top ah! and the poor bo's excited but, about this this thanks, poor guys Ooh. We have a nice white foamy head. Lots of tiny bubbles. Tiny bubbles making it quite. <laughs> oh. Mm. Yeah, you can smell some of the spices right off the top. It's not really very... It's not a heavy beer at all. It's got a very light aroma. Yeah. Very pale color. Steve's got in for the sip. Yeah, light effervescent. Uh, yeah, it's definitely something like, like coriander or like like mm. white pepper. Like that. It just kind of bright, bright kind of... I don't know a little bit of earthiness like pine to it but yeah it's just ni nice and bright yeah. i like it yeah this is a nice easy jerky beer guys i'm not gonna lie we love everything from alaska we're like hey 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 oh, oh i'm sorry more, a little bit more sorry you want more of my beer no, okay. our beer and mm. i was the one who pointed out it was even at the store what all right <laughs> awesome babe Steve, 1964's Robin in the Seven Hoods. <laughs> we didn't. I didn't even know this movie existed. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> I was looking up Robin Hood movies and like, oh yeah, this one stars Sinatra. What? <laughs> By oh. the way, were you hoping it was going to be Sinatra in tights? I mean, a little bit. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Uh, instead, this is uh, just a heads up. This is set in like Prohibition era Chicago. Like this is. I don't know, Capone and the Seven Hoods, basically. Right? Uh, but babe. Steve. This movie was directed. It by, was? <laughs> yes, by Gordon Douglas. Who's he, Steve? Oh, I'm glad you asked. Uh, he has 98 credits from the 1930s up until the 70s. Goddamn. Including Niagara Falls, The Black Arrow, Rogues of Sherwood Forest. Hey, that sounds like a Robin hey. Hood movie. Uh, Only the Valiant. I was a communist for the FBI. Them, yes, oh! the the one with the uh, giant ants. Yeah. Uh, the '50s Little Rascal TV series, Up oh, Periscope, this, in like Flint, Skullduggery, they call me Mr. Tibbs, Slaughter's Big Ripoff, and his last film, a grindbin classic, Viva Viva Caniva. Uh, and written by David R. Schwartz. Who's he? Great question. Uh, he did a couple episodes of like the Red Skelton Hour. Uh, 44 episodes of the Amos and Andy show. God yes. damn. Yes, that was a thing. Uh, Island of Love, which was a Tony Randall, Walter Matthau uh, buddy comedy thing. This, Sex and the Single Girl. Now, you may be wondering, well, that doesn't sound like a, a movie I'd watch in the 60s. Lauren Bacall, Natalie Wood, Tony Curtis, and Henry Fonda. I may have to check that huh, one out. Yeah, yeah. I'm in. Uh, then that funny feeling uh, with Sandra D and Bobby Darren. And the Bobo. Yes, the wonderful Peter Sellers as a matador <laughs> trying to get with Brett Eklund movie. I am in. Yeah. Uh, and in this movie, as mentioned, we have Frank Sinatra as Robbo. Not Robin Hood. Robbo. 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 Uh, Dean Martin as John. Sammy Davis Jr. as Will, Bing Crosby as Alan A. Dell, Peter Falk as Guy Gisborne, Barbara Rush as Marion, uh, Victor Buono as the Sheriff Potts. You may know him. <laughs> I, I was like, that name sounds familiar. He's King Tut from the uh, old Batman TV series. Ah, not, yeah. not King Tut from, uh, was it, uh, Bubba Hotep? <laughs> no, no, that's the, nope. Uh, Tony Randall as Hood, and Edward G. Robinson as Big Jim Stevens. He doesn't last long, though. That's, that's basically Spoiler a cameo. Alert. That's right. Edward G. Robinson is in this movie. Right? A Robin Hood movie. In fact, we're going to open with him. <laughs> oh, indeed. Oh, <laughs> uh, but babe. <sighs> this movie. Uh, do, do you remember how, how the credits go? Oh, there was some really fun, like, uh, almost like fashion illustration sort of illustrations of the Rat Pack being the Rat Pack. <laughs> yeah, just being the Rat Pack, and then a whole shit ton of, like, gunshots throughout the music and everything. It's like... 
like the little bullet holes popping up on there. Yeah, this is kind of interesting. But we open up at a birthday party for good old Big Jim Stevens. And he's just so sad. His buddy Robbo isn't here. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well. Gets up there, gives a nice little tight five on, hey, gangsters, am I right? <laughs> it was like, oh, I love you guys. We've we've done so good. You've all the gambling yeah. and the booze and all that this here in this city. Prohibition's been great for business. <laughs> Knocked out all our competition. <laughs> oh, and I got this uh, sheriff in my pocket, and life is good. I just wish my buddy Robbo was here. He's like a child to me. Yeah. Yep. And then uh, yeah, blows out the candles, and everybody's like, "Hey, toast!" Pulls out their guns and just unloads Yo. on them. <laughs> Now, you would think there'd be, like, so many squibs going off, it's like Robocop or something. No, it's just Edward G. Robinson kind of like, ah, ah, freeze frame, and then, cut, you know, it, like, fades to his portrait over the, the fireplace or something. Yeah. Cut to Guy Gisborne. <laughs> yep, Guy Gisborne, played by Columbo himself, Peter Falk. He's he's the new boss of the, the South Side, you know what I mean? Well, in this scene, he's convincing the rest of the bosses he should be the oh, boss boss. Yeah, yeah, true, true. <laughs> He's like, hey, uh, you know, I'm the best leader and everything, but, you know, we're, we're a democracy here, so I'll let everybody vote. By the way, anybody who doesn't vote for me, they're uh, getting half the cut. That's right. Yeah, they have a vote, uh, you know, a whole bunch of... There's like a good eight minutes of them talking about, like, oh, yeah, protection fees, uh, so 50% of everything you make comes straight to me. And, you know, I'm going to share here with the sheriff and, you know, all this stuff. And... Okay, th there is one little joke in here I kind of liked because I was noticing like in this scene like Jesus Christ everybody is smoking and like it looks like there's a fog machine in the room. Yes. <laughs> and you got one guy like, <coughs> can we crack a window? <laughs> yeah, sure, crack a window, crack a window. Uh, but that'll that'll come back like six more times in the movie and every time it it just hit me. Oh, so yeah, like okay, cool, you're the new leader. Uh, I don't know, Robbo's not gonna like this when and if he ever decides to show up in this movie. Yeah, well, you know, I'll talk to him. We'll we'll get it figured out. Blah blah blah. Uh, cue the first musical number. Yes. Oh, did I mention this was a musical? It's a musical, guys. <laughs> That's how it's gonna be. And if he don't like it, he can suck a ball. Yeah, you know, it, it's... he can eat a bag of dicks. Yeah. This is not. This is not the best musical number in this, no, but this no, is no, not no. going to be the worst musical number nope, in this. <laughs> nope, it is. It is a three, I think. Like it's very like eh, it's a musical. Okay. Uh, it, it's setting you up for the rest of the movie. Yeah, I it, will give it that. Ooh, it's one of those exposition dump. Uh, it is. Kind of ones. Yeah, it yeah, is. Yeah. Uh, but By then, the way, like I knew it was the Rat Pack. I knew it. I still wasn't expecting this to be a full blown musical. <laughs> Well, you expect more like like crooning musical or whatever instead of like. I was kind of expecting it to be old. sort of like like the old Ocean's Eleven. Yeah, yeah, not a. Like like not a musical per se, just like a movie that happens to have a couple of musical scenes in it. But <laughs> nope, we're if you get exposition via song, it's a musical. Indeed, indeed. Well, then uh, someone kicks open the door. No, it's kidding. They open up the doors and oh, it's Robbo. Robbo's here. Oh, no. Oh, he's going to be mad you knocked off his uh, foster dad or whatever. Yep. So he comes up and he's like, look, I uh, I don't I don't like this. Just stay out of the north side. That's my territory. We then smash cut to Big, J Big Jim's funeral. Uh, I got... By the way, how many people die in this movie, Steve? Or is that a fun fact? Super fun oh, fact. I, I, yeah, I don't. There's a lot, though. Because <laughs> we're going to see quite a few funerals. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but yeah, Big Jim's funeral, uh, guy's there giving his eulogy or whatever, and he's just, just talking so much shit, you know, obviously being the guy that, you know, killed him or, you know, orchestrated his murder or whatever. He's like, you know, uh, he was a snappy dresser, and, uh, you know, people uh, people liked him to a point. You know? People liked him-ish. <laughs> and then Robbo gets up, and he's basically like, uh, he was a good guy, you know, for business, and, uh... Uh, let's get the fuck out of here. And, like, everybody leaves. Oh yeah, they have like a twenty-one gun salute, and oh yeah, there's a whole thing where there's like that other funeral going on where I don't know, it's like like the Baptists are like, oh yeah. Lord, oh. sing it, Amen, and they're just I like, I'm with these Lord. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're 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 wailing a little bit over there, and they're just kind of glancing over like, geez, show some respect. Ugh. But 
Yeah, so, yeah, funeral's over. Everybody's walking away. But then, <gasps> a dame. What's she doing here? <laughs> a it's funeral. a good-looking dame. Yep. So, uh, she, but she, like, walks out of the car, walks up to the gravesite, sets down some flowers, and gets the hell out, and no one so much as talks to her. They just, you know, stare at her ass the whole time and yeah. talk about her afterwards. I don't know. And then they're like, that, that, uh, something here ain't right. Guys, I'm going to spoil this for you right now. This movie does not pass the Bechtel test. <laughs> Nor does it pass all the hustle test. Babe, do you know about the hustle test? What is the hustle test, Steve? Well, it's something brought up on home video hustle, and it's... It, it's pretty much like the Bechtel test, but, you know, for movies of color. Uh, basically, it's two people of color talking to each other, but not about uh, drugs, sex, or money. Oh, those movies don't exist. Oh, there's a couple. Yeah, there, <laughs> I mean, there's a few out there, but yeah, definitely not this one. I don't think... Nope. See, is Sammy Davis and the little kid talking about... No, nope. nope, not even the same nope, scene. Nope. Uh, is there a second woman in this movie besides... Uh, I know there's a couple scenes later where there's like the the dancers, the dancer girls, yeah, yeah, yeah. the dancers who then become the uh, the the parishioners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're they're not going anywhere. <laughs> That's not passing any tests. So yeah, so they're like, oh, that that was a weird dame. Cool. All right. Uh, <laughs> so we can cut to uh, Robbo's Casino and again during Prohibition era. So it's kind of like on the hush hush or whatever. Uh, but Guy Gisborne get, shows up there and he's like, hey, let me, uh, let me, you know, uh, let, let's talk this thing out. And of course, Sinatra's like, whatever, it's my territory. Have a drink and get the fuck out. Right. That kind of business. Uh, but then we, uh, we meet uh, Dino, good old Dean Martin, playing pool. Yeah. And uh, he's like chalking up his finger and stuff. And oh, he, he doesn't know what he's doing. he's all by this woman. That's right. Oh, she's just so, so beautiful. And so uh, Rubble goes over. He wants in. You know, wants oh, to do that's a game the other woman. Is the like head waitress with the brunette hair? Okay, who do, who does she talk to? Not a uh, you know. Oh, I'm just saying, there's another woman who has lines because she's the one who flusters Dean Martin. Oh, that's true. Okay, okay. Well, she's like in the lines. bikini, and he's like going to line up the shot, and she's like, "Hey, keep your stick between your own legs," or something like yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then she just looks disapprovingly at Marion from you know like every scene on. Yeah, like hmm. How does she get to have legs too? No, yeah. Um, yeah, so we have a little game between Sinatra and Dino. Well, I'm sorry, we get a musical number where Dino basically clears <laughs> the board in like 20 seconds, and uh, we lose track of the cue ball quite a few times. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Especially for a game that, uh, from what I understood, was for like thirty-two thousand dollars, yeah. possibly in all or per shot. I couldn't quite tell what they it was were unclear. At. It was, but it's a lot of. Uh, a lot of prohibition era monies. Yep, and again in a foggy room where everybody's just <laughs> chimney smoking. All right, so do you think that they had a fog machine, or do you think they just? Oh, I think it was just people smoking. Like, yeah, just like, people smoking. Okay. Yeah, they 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 had it like in hand, like everything was coming out. But, <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, basically, uh, Robbo's talking to John. He's like, "Hey, I like the cut of your jib. Why don't you join my crew?" Uh, spoiler alert. Uh, we're kind of going into a war with this guy, Gisborne, and uh, he has like 85 dudes to our maybe 12, if you count these two old fucks. <laughs> right. Uh, we could use every young buck we can get. Are you a young buck we can get? <laughs> and of course, he knows like, well, I don't know, Frankie. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I'll do that. Oh, yeah. And there's also like, I, I noticed like in their room, there was a weird painting of Big Jim. It, like yeah. on the wall it was just kind of it, it was just the weirdest like somebody would commission that uh, but but then i i noticed there was another one later that was uh uh sinatra but it it was like sinatra on the right half of the painting and then i thought he had like a fishing pole or something like that in his hand <laughs> for the, the on the left side but a pull cue i, I think yeah, I think it was supposed to be a pull cue, but, but it, it was, was like not a good picture. Yeah, it was. It wasn't framed. It was just off centered, yeah. and I don't, know, I don't know. Anyway, yeah, that's right. I'm judging you. Yeah. So anyway, we get a couple scenes where yeah, Guy Gisborne's plotting to take down Robbo, mm -hmm. and uh, basically he's like, "Hey, we should go over to this casino right now and rough that place up." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, then you know. Uh, Robbo and the crew are basically having the same idea. They even like cross each other like at an intersection. <laughs> right. They're like, I wonder where they're going. Well, they're going to be surprised when they get back home. Am I right? 
<laughs> I wonder where they're going. They're going to be quite surprised when they get back, right? <laughs> so, yeah, they go and basically raid each other's places, like busting up all their gaming tables and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, and like like during uh, when they're breaking down Gisborne's place, we finally get Sammy Davis to speak. Yes! <laughs> and he gets he go- his first line! Yep, And then he goes right into his musical number, Bang Bang, which is a nice song about how much he loves his gun. And he's got a little tap dance to go with it yeah. and stuff. Uh, that I, man loves to shoot. By, the, by far the best dance routine in this entire movie. Oh, absolutely. I'm going to go ahead and say the best performed song of this movie right here. Now that's the prettiest sound you'll ever hear. It's just like heavenly music to my ears. Man, I get such a boot. When I hear Rudy Toot Toot. practice this it was choreographed yeah there there is one song later i liked more but but yeah this this is definitely one of the high points of the movie and it's like four minutes but but you know a lot lot of breaking stuff to you he's like shooting all the like glasses and stuff and yeah it's kind of cool pretty much and yeah basically he's like life isn't worth living if i can't shoot something that's right (laughs) ever since i was a baby in my crib i love to shoot shit (laughs) yeah (laughs) Uh, so yeah, basically the next day they go back to their places and it's like, oh man, we've been raided. And, uh, they're basically like talking to like a German contractor and he's like, Hey, uh, how much would it cost to make a, make a place that's, you know, un- unknockable. He's like, oh, it would be like three hundred, four hundred thousand dollars yeah. <laughs> Okay. Could you do it for 32,000? Uh, no, 400,000, but it'll take me about six months to do. Okay, you've got three weeks. Uh, okay. Don't, uh, don't let us down, you know? Yeah, and, uh, guy, so a guy calls, Oh, wait, uh, you're gonna get past, uh, Sammy Davis's second, like, line of the movie? Where he's gotta find the fucking phone in the rubble? Oh, Jesus Christ, <laughs> that's right. There's, like, a good two or three minute scene of, like, hey, the phone's ringing, someone should answer it. Yeah, maybe we should answer. Oh, let's, see. let's go down through here. I found uh, the cord. Oh, I found I'm the cord. Let's this go cord. follow this cord around. It's like three fucking minutes. And I'm not gonna lie, like the way it's done, it seems improved. Yeah. <laughs> like it's just like Sammy Davis got bored of whatever was happening on set and was like, "What's this cord?" And think it goes some. <laughs> yeah, it's. Yeah, fucking nuts. It's, it's the dumbest scene in the movie, but I'm not gonna lie, someone's made me laugh the most. <laughs> we like dumb scenes in movies sometimes. <laughs> yeah, so uh, so yeah, they do get a call, and it's uh, Guy Gisborne on the phone. He wants to talk to Robbo. And, hey, Robbo, did you knock over my joint? And basically, Guy's like, look, I tried to, uh, let's say, uh, do a coup on your establishment and take over your territory, but uh, I want to... I want. To, I think we should unite now, and you know, look to the yeah. future, not, not, not past stuff like that. <laughs> and, and and basically, uh, yeah, obviously, Robbo's like, nah, I'm good, bye," and like hangs <laughs> up on his ass. But then, <gasps> Marion shows up. What? Or, or sorry, the woman from the funeral shows up. The hot <gasps> blonde with the long yams. The the blonde yams? <laughs> well, are uh, yams? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what you're trying to say, babe. Yeah, she had big hairy yams, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Remember when the big blonde yam entered the movie? Yeah. I'm not yeah. usually into root vegetables, but goddamn. God damn. <laughs> so, yeah, so so she shows up and like, hey, I I'd like to talk to Robbo there, but uh I need to talk to him alone. 
And uh, basically, they have a little talk, and uh, we find out <gasps> she's Big Jim's daughter. What? Oh, that's weird, because, uh, you know, he was like a father to me, and he, he never mentioned you. So are you like a grifter? Or... No, he uh, he and my mother had a wild affair, but he wanted to be a good father and raise me outside of his, you know, drug empire. <laughs> so he sent me, where did he send her again? I forget. Uh, like boarding schools and stuff. Like, or no, it was like yeah. London. It was, I think. Yeah, it was yeah. Like, yeah, it was like. Yeah, yeah, to Europe to, mm. you know, to, you know, be raised by her mom and stuff. And I'm like, hey, must be nice. Right. Um, but babe, her dad's dead. <gasps> She wants vengeance. She does. And she wants Robbo to exact it for her. She doesn't even want to cut of the uh, doesn't even want to cut of the the game anymore. She just wants vengeance. That's right. At least that's what she's saying now. Yeah. But yeah, so and Robbo's like, whoa, whoa, whoa! I don't do this uh, whacking off or whatever we talk about. You know, <laughs> this is I'm I'm strictly here for the gambling and the booze. I don't do uh, the punching of tickets. <laughs> that's right. You gotta punch your own ticket. And yeah, we, we basically, uh, we go to see Guy Gisborne and he's like, all right, well, I think we need to get a, you know, the, the sheriff's wanting too much money. So I think we need to take care of him. And he's like talking to the deputy sheriff. Uh, I think it's the sheriff Potts, the, the King Tut guy. And he only wants 10% instead of the 25% Ooh, the other sheriff was Yeah, doing. he's not, he, he's not greedy. He, you know, just enough to cover expenses. That's right. $200 a day plus expenses. That's right, yeah. He, he's the Rockford of the uh, <laughs> local sheriffs, I guess. And uh, so they start brainstorming on how they're going to kill the sheriff. And this is a good, like, four minute scene where they're right? like, eh, you know, we could give him cement shoes. Like, nah, 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 that doesn't quite work nah, out. Nah, they might find him in the bottom of the bay. We could put him in a bathtub with like some lye and, you know. <laughs> uh, no, nah, not, uh, not thorough enough. What if we catfished him? No. Uh, it wasn't a thing, Steve. Setting him up with a dude, that's just going to disgrace him. He's still going to be taking our money. Yeah, you know, Hoover, that was only, yeah, yeah, don't worry about it. Um, so basically one of them's like, you know, my uh, my cousin's the uh, contractor on that new police station they're putting in downtown. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So then we cut to the unveiling of the new police station, I don't know, six months later or six right? weeks later. Who knows? Time is irrelevant. <laughs> and basically, we're focusing on this block of cement, and it's like, yep. well, they put him in that cornerstone that's being dedicated at that exact moment. Right. Yeah, I, I do. I did like the little line, uh... Hey, you know, a dedicated police officer, they're always the first one in and the last one out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, they, uh, they kind of drove that one into the ground a little bit. But, <laughs> but then, uh, so yeah, basically, uh, like. And yeah, by the way, like, they're, like, the whole crew's sitting up in, like, a grandstand yeah. watching this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm going to note that because this exact scene is going to happen, like, five more times yeah. in this movie. Yeah. yeah, so you got, like, the one row that's, like, all Guy and all of his guys, and then the other that's Robbo and all of his merry gangsters, whatever. And, which I'm assuming they just uh, shot a bunch of versions of this, basically, and then we're like, what are characters we can kill so we can fill this in? Because yeah. <laughs> we, <got the laughs> we got him here for shooting. Then we cut to Robbo and Marion, um, I guess, having a date at her palatial estate. And everything is pink. Everything is pink. Every single thing is pink the only thing that isn't pink is the uh, dinner table that's conservatively 30 yards long by mm -hmm. by you know two yards wide or whatever yeah, yeah. and the bourbon's not pink <laughs> yeah oh yeah that, that bourbon is a healthy brown and i'm pretty sure real <laughs> oh yeah oh well because everyone who enters that scene takes a hit off of it yeah <laughs> like when they get, they're like in the middle of their line it's like <sighs> yeah so as i was saying <laughs> Yeah, but they're fighting over, I, I don't even know what. Like, I, I think she's still trying to convince him to kill Guy, and he's like, hey, whatever, we just got a good thing going here, Toots. You want some of this loving or not? Or I don't know. It doesn't matter. Yeah. But basically he's like, oh, you're just a shyster. You're trying to trying to get me. Oh, you like the lights down low? Turns all the lights off on her and walks out. Yeah. But Mr. Sinatra, ready to begin filming? <laughs> like, uh, Frank, Frank, Frankie, where, 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 uh, Mr. Chairman, where are you going? Yeah, uh, yeah. Basically, I think she ends up like giving him some money to. Oh no, that's right, that's right. She's trying to give him like fifty grand or whatever to kill guy, and she ends up giving it to to John or whatever. Yeah, because she's gonna have John over. So so basically, at this point, she's burned the bridge with Rabo. Yeah. 
So no, John's going to come in. And I'm not going to lie, this was a part in the movie where I was like, hold on. The black guy's playing uh, Will Scarlet, who in every other uh, Robin Hood movie with Will Scarlet in we've watched, Will Scarlet's the one who double, <laughs> who, uh, who is the uh, traitor. Maybe, maybe, we'll see. <laughs> but, but yeah, so John has like the $50,000 and he's like, oh, I didn't know you turned it down. I thought she was just delivering me the money. What, what do you want me to do with it? She, and uh, Robbo's like, I don't know, give it away or something. <laughs> and then uh, And then we cut to headline news where... Apparently, fifty thousand dollars has been given away to an orphanage, and yeah, like, uh, really? Okay, cool. Um, and there's this mysterious benefactor, this Robin Hood, who's stealing from the rich and giving to the needy. It's like, wait, what? What? He's been giving to the home for orphans. Yeah, uh, but but it's like, okay, I, I guess we have to make this a Robin Hood movie somehow. That's whatever. Um, which I mean. One of the first movies we've watched this month where, like, somebody actually benefits. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or, and again, it's just the, what are we going to do with all this money? I don't know. Give it away or something? Like, you know. So you're just going to send a hundred bucks to everybody who uh, who's a sad sap and writes you that they need some money? What if they're grifting you? So what if they're grifting me? I'm doing a good thing here. Yep. And then this is when another character enters the movie. Alan A. Dale, played by Bing Crosby himself. Who is simultaneously the most irritating character in this movie and the most charismatic character in this movie at the exact same time? Pretty much. Like, what's what's his deal? Like, he he works for the church or the orphanage or something. Oh, and... he um he was an orphan. Yeah. Who got dropped off at fourteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's been there for twenty six years. Nobody's adopted him. So instead of just being an orphan who never got adopted, they he started doing <laughs> he started doing the books for them. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's right. It, so it, technically, like... he's just still up for adoption, and he but, helps out. But but he was like I don't know the whole time he like he was like dressed like he was supposed to be part of the clergy or something like that. Because well, it's, the, it's the cl- it's the it's the orphanage the clothes yeah. that the orphan orphanage would give you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I can see that. But okay, but here's the thing: he comes up and he's like, "Hey, I uh, put two and two together and figured out you were this Robin Hood guy who was giving I, us all the money." <laughs> I also am the one who told all the newspapers that yep. it was you and how wonderful you are and your organization. And I just wanted to thank you personally because the boys really need this. Well, uh, I mean, I don't like you uh, putting my name in the newspapers, but um, you say you're pretty good with numbers there, working with that orphanage. Orphanage, right? Splendiferously, positively, absolutely. You're, I don't know. He he was using a lot of big words that didn't mean what they thought he, they meant. Yeah, and everybody was saying, oh, oh, God, what was it? It was like, oh, uh, it was like, he ain't too smart, is he? Or something like yeah, that. Yeah, they were yeah. thinking he had a screw loose. Yeah. But, yeah, but uh, it's like, oh, why don't you, uh, why don't you uh, live with us here? You don't have to live there at the orphanage. You're going to adopt me? I mean, I guess you could look at it that way if you were a mentally ill person, but <laughs> yeah. So they basically adopt this guy. Uh, I, I think that's just supposed to be the joke that he's like yeah. the, the world's oldest orphan. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's like a well, especially since he's supposed to be what forty, but he's also Bing Crosby in nineteen sixty four, so he's like sixty eight. Yeah. I don't know, but yeah. So um, he's he's gonna moonlight. Uh, Moonlight for them and keep doing the books for the orphanage. Yep. The boys' home. Ooh, but I'm a hood. <laughs> oh, is that what they call it a hood nowadays? I guess. But, uh, yeah, so, yeah, the, the Robbo Foundation is formed and uh, we get all these things of, like, you know, the, uh, the was it, the, the community kitchens and stuff and, like, all the orphanages, like, oh, proudly sponsored by the Robbo Foundation and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> We then cut to, like, six weeks later, and another one of these uh, uh, the kitchens are being opened. And uh, they go in the back. Or, or not, like, okay. The, the next thing is the musical number where it's uh, uh, Sinatra, Dino, and Bing Crosby singing. Oh, because they're, yeah. all right, so they're getting ready. They're doing a fundraiser for the orphanage. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. A.K.A. they're going to have a big gambling night. Yeah, yeah. And so they tell Bing to go home and get dressed. And he's like, what are you talking about? This is my only suit. <laughs> and then they have a big little, uh, basically a number where they're like trying on different suits. Like, you either got or you haven't got style. This one was rough. It was rough. Um, 
it's really rough because it's like you know these are all excellent singers yeah this song was not in any of their pitches it was like not in any of their tones and you could tell who'd practiced it and who hadn't yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) one of the three might have uh, done the dance routine before i'll let Mm -hmm. you guess which one Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) and the others are just kind of like moseying on the sides and and like yeah. they were trying to do it in a round at certain points. Oh but yeah, that was the roughest pe- part. It's uh yeah, and yeah. yeah, you you can tell who was drinking on set. Like this <laughs> all of them. <laughs> I'm gonna say one of them had less to drink may, than the other two. May a dry cup in the house. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm gonna go ahead and guess the booze budget for this was like oh. double what its advertising oh. budget was. So so much so we get a musical number a little later than this. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, we, so then we go to uh, Guy's Casino, and it's like empty, like th- no business there. And like, all right, fine, let's uh, get our buddy the sheriff and like 30 cops to go raid the place. Okay. But, you know, uh, o- over the last couple of months, you know, Robbo and his German constructor guy, construction guy uh, made this, you know, unknockable casino. So, you know, they, they see the cop cars coming up the street, and they're like, all right, battle stations, everybody. And then... This is actually pretty cool. You get the uh, the casino, like, you know, the, the walls turn and, like, on the other side, it's, like, a church wall or, like, like yeah. well, it wasn't really even, like, a church. It was just, like, the gray walls and there was, like, a pew on the one side, but it was, like, yeah. very minimalistic. Yeah, it was just, and... uh, it, you know, it's it's supposed to be, like, those, like, pop-up confes- confessional churches where yeah, it's just, like... But where AA meetings are held. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, Like, this was an office building, but we've decided to, like, we can get the rent cheap. Yeah, yeah, we get the tax write off if we uh, rent it out to, I don't know, the VFW or something. <laughs> Basically, by the time uh, you know the cops like break down the door and stuff, like the, the, there's like pews and stuff set up, and uh, you know, Bing Crosby, what's his name, Allen, is like up front giving <laughs> a speech, and uh, he's talking about the sins of booze. Yeah, yeah, talking about that, Mister Booze, Mister Booze. Mr. Booze, Mr. B-double-O-Z, that sure spells booze. You will wind up wearing tattered shoes if you mess with Mr. Booze. Don't mess with Mr. Booze. Don't mess with Mr. Booze. Don't mess with B-double-O-Z. So stiff they thought you died. You'll feel better once you testify. Testify. Oh, yeah. Testify. Oh, yeah. Testify. I want to testify. I want to testify. And this is probably my favorite musical number in this whole Yeah, one. yeah. Like the song said, it, it's at least upbeat and kind of catchy. And of course, it's oh, talking yeah. about booze. So. And it's, you know what, you're right. And this one's like really well choreographed. I think part of it too is that like, because it is like a group thing, it's sort of covering up anybody who maybe didn't practice. Or wasn't paying it. Yeah, just kind of sitting in their seat, clapping their hands off beat mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a yeah, because yeah, you got, you got all the flappers from the, uh, the bar dressed as the... Uh, as the uh, the church marms church marms yeah yeah and yeah and you got all the guys in their suits and then yeah you got the whole crew up there yeah yeah it's a good yeah. number yeah but uh you know they it's like oh i swear this was supposed to be a casino but there's no machines that like that's got to be somewhere maybe I'm it's not in the gonna walls. bust up an aa meeting yeah uh but instead uh robo gets arrested uh for the sheriff's murder Remember that sheriff murder that happened six months ago? That now they're... we got somebody who says they got the evidence that she's done done it. Yeah, so we cut to the trial. All right, and uh, Guy Gisbord's giving his statement. It's basically like I remember a night very vividly. A Robo came in. I don't know what I was. He was saying like uh, I don't know. Maybe he was involved with the sheriff's murder and stuff. And I'm like, this is not how a trial works. I I don't even care. That's how my witness. It is. Yeah. It, it was witness it it was really dumb yeah um <laughs> oh and then oh god so it's in all the papers that robbo's you know on trial for the murder oh. and then we uh cut to uh alan back at the orphanage with the other little orphans and uh oh, hello little orphans 
And they're like, oh, I can't believe Robo was, or Robin Hood was such a bad guy that now he's, I know. knew it the whole time, and that's why I wouldn't wear that damn hat. Let me out! Well, now raise that chin of yours, buddy, because I got a song for you. Oh, this is... Don't be a do-batter. It'll help you get up that ladder. Some bullshit like that. This is a hard one. <laughs> This is not a good song. I feel bad for Bing for this one because he performs it well. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, for the song that it is, yeah. 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 I mean, the kids are all just kind of sitting there dumbfounded while he's singing for the most part. Uh, I do like that it ends, though, with him getting shot in the ass with an arrow. Yeah. <laughs> by the, uh, by, by like the 12 year old asshole kid. Yeah. yeah. And then this MVP. is where, this is where uh, the other little black kid sings along about being a do batter. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Again, they start doing like the. I think the kids like take a couple the the chorus a couple of times. Yeah. It's like do better. Oh, do I see what you're better. saying. You're saying don't be yeah, a do, do better. better. It'll get you up the ladder. So then, uh, then we cut to John at Marion's place now, and I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, okay, okay. John and Marion hooking up now. I I can see that. What's what's he you know going to do? Say no? Come on. And yeah, but basically they're talking about like, hey, John. Uh, you know, we could uh, we could get this uh, empire going ourselves. He's like, I don't know. I kind of like this Robo guy. He's always been a good friend of mine. The like three months I've known him. Oh, no, that's right. It, it, uh, yeah, it was basically like, hey, so Robo's gonna go to jail for murder. So are you gonna be in charge? Because I think we should, you know, enterprise together. He's like, oh, I don't know. Maybe. What do you say we uh, drink a little cognac and uh, get naked? So they do that. Yeah. And then the sentencing has come for Robbo. <gasps> no, Robbo! And so, uh, you know, this whole trial that, I don't know, was supposed to have taken a couple of months because they're like, oh, yeah, we were called for all the witnesses and all heard all the testimonies. Uh, jury, what do you think? And they're like, this is the biggest shit trial I've ever seen in my whole life. You should all be ashamed of yourselves. Robbo is innocent. <laughs> And it's like, uh, he's also white, but yeah, uh, uh, fucking yeah. Anyway, uh, so yeah, so then we get Sinatra going out, yay, free man on the steps of yeah. the courthouse, Woo! singing my kind of town. Chicago, Chicago is never a fan of that song, but he sings it, and he's dancing on the steps, and everything's great, right? Roll Woo! credits. Nope. Wait. There's You're still like more to this movie. You're like 40 fucking minutes in this movie. <laughs> uh, yeah, so basically Robbo shows up at the casino, but there's been some changes. Um, apparently they've decided to just start printing money in the back of all the, the food oh, kitchens. And... Uh, because Little John and uh, Marion yep. got involved together. Turns out Marion is real. Uh, she's the, a real do-batter. Yeah, she uh, she's basically talks to Robin and comes back like, yeah, I'm kind of taking over this uh, this enterprise now, and uh, he's basically like, nope, I'm running this bitch. <laughs> or that's right. I, th I think that he went to like her place, like, hey, I heard you're you, you're the one that's doing all this stuff, and she's like, yeah, I'm kind of running a criminal enterprise now. And he's like, nope, come on, John, let's go. And, you know, Robbo just walks off and John is like, you know, takes a couple steps and Marion's like, wait, John, I thought, I thought we were going to do this together. He's like, uh, but you know what they say, bros before hoes and walks off. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's like, hey, he's been my friend longer. You know? <laughs> uh, so yeah, John leaves with him. And then, yeah, basically we cut to her having dinner with Guy Gisborne now. And she's basically like, hey, um, you know. If you want to go into business with me, we got a pretty sweet thing going, making like half million dollars a month or something like that, she right. says. Uh, he's like, yeah, I can let you in, but you kind of have to kill Robbo. Oh, okay, yeah, I'm down with that. I'll kill the Robbo. And if you're going to kill Robbo, you probably have to kill John, too, because he's like second in command and he'll just take over. Like, I thought you was banging. Uh, thought you was banging, John. Oh, that was literally hours ago. That's that's mm. in the past. Alrighty. Yeah. Uh, so then, okay. So then we cut to another cornerstone for the Hamaka Pretzel Company that's Woo! being built. And uh, we get a nice little uh, German guy up there talking about... When I was a boy in Germany, I wanted to make a pretzel that had twice the pretzel. Yeah. And I created the Hamaka Twist. That's right. It is the secret to my success. 
Uh, and then we see like Marion like in the crowd like, huh, where is Guy? And then uh, Robbo pops up behind her and is like, Guy's dead, bitch, and you're next. If you don't get the fuck out of town in 48 hours, <laughs> who do you think's in that cornerstone right there? I thought it was you! <laughs> yeah, movie's still not over, though. She's got 48 hours to get out of town. Uh, so now she's having dinner with the sheriff because just running through dudes. No, I don't know. Um, she is running oh. a train on this town. Oh, and basically the sheriff's like, look, I can't just, you know, kill a bunch of criminals. That's that's not what police do in the 1920s or 60s or present 30s. day. It's the 30s, babe. It's Prohibition, right? Uh, I think Prohibition was like... It was only like 33? 1918 to 1931? Oh, okay. I think it's primarily the 20s, right? Uh, I don't know. Google it. <laughs> <laughs> Google it, bitch! Yeah, but, uh, but, so the sheriff's like, oh, I don't know, I don't think I can do that. But then uh, Marion's like, hmm, maybe there's a more political way I can uh, fuck them over. And she basically forms, like, this, uh, I don't know, National Organization of Women, but it's basically like the, was it, the, the Women's League for Better Government. And they're basically <laughs> just picketing everything. Yeah. And, you know shutting shit down and, and yeah basically they, they like have in the newspapers like oh robin hood he's a crook and it's like yeah you guys know that because he's famous for providing you with gambling and booze but oh it's in the papers now and it's a <sighs> sin i don't know whatever uh so yeah we then cut to let's say six months later because it's christmas time Yep. And uh, we see Robbo and Dino and I think Will dressed up as Santa, you know, doing the whole Salvation Army thing, you know, that fundraising stuff. And uh, it's have written down, where's this going? (laughs) What is the point of this movie? I have no idea. Uh, We redeemed ourselves in the eyes of the people. Yeah. Uh, But then, yeah, they're like in front of the opera house or something. And uh, we see uh, Marion coming out uh, and like walks in there like who's that she's with like oh yeah i think that's the new sheriff or, so, or the new mayor or something like that and uh yeah apparently sheriff potts was killed too some yeah. off screen sometime over the last six months because he wasn't playing ball with the women's league i don't know uh but they start singing a couple lines from that do batter song again and don't be a do batter yeah roll credits guys what a completely yeah. pointless fucking movie. Oh my god. Oh my what, god. This movie, what's oh. the moral? <laughs> um, don't be a do-batter, Steve. Yeah, Duh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's the hero? Who am I rooting for in this movie? The Sammy orphans? Davis Jr. Because he wants to shoot something. Yeah, that's true. So, babe. Steve. Would you recommend Robin in the Seven Hoods? No. Or more appropriately titled Robbo in the Seven Hoods? No. Yeah, I can't really recommend it either, guys. I mean, this is rough. You know, I, mean, I like Sinatra and Dino, all that, all that crooner shit, but not in musical movie form, apparently. Oh man, like weird historical question mark. Yeah, it's Robin Hood, but it's in Depression era Chicago, and yeah, oh. Santa Claus. Uh, yeah. Anyway, wait. That means this is a Christmas movie. <laughs> Send it to Stork. That's right. Oh shit. <laughs> Coming next week! So. Uh, but, uh, yeah, after this commercial break. Uh-huh. Babe. Steve. We've got more beer. Oh, thank God. Some really fun facts. Well, Woo! interesting facts. More than fun. <laughs> interesting tidbits. Interesting tidbits. <laughs> and we're going to share what we learned from Robbo and the Seven Hoods. I learned mine through song! <laughs> hey, everybody. Join us on April 10th when we'll be hosting Podcart Fest, a celebration of podcasting and art. With so many incredible artists of all kinds being affected by the pandemic and shutting down of festivals in general, uh, we wanted to bring them together to one incredible virtual festival and give you the opportunity to interact with them directly in their virtual booth, uh, witness them demonstrate their marvelous skills on our live stream, show off some of their new products in their shops, and just have a great fun time in general at Podcart Fest. For the latest information, please follow us at Podcart Fest on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Podcart Fest. That's P-O-D-C-A-R-T-F-E-S-T, where you can stay up to date on which podcasters, crafters, actors, painters, directors, creators, and more will be featured. Oh, did I mention it's free? Because Podcart Fest is free. 
so you can pass that admission fee right along to an artist who needs your help in these desperate times and have a bunch of fun with some amazing personalities while getting some unique gifts and art for yourself or a loved one. Uh, see you soon at Podcart Fest, hosted by Everything I Learned From Movies. Hi, I'm Brandon. And I'm Jason. And we host a podcast called Full Screen and Country. And what do we do on this podcast, Jason? We talk about the best British films of all time as voted by British people in the British year of 1999. The BFI Top 100, to be exact. 100 movies. So with each episode, we talk about a movie on the list, historical significance, if it holds up, etc., etc., etc. You can find us on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and all that good stuff. Wherever podcasts are sold, sold, sold. Ich bin ein Science! Science! Yes. Cannabinoids! Genetics! Coronavirus! Dogs! This is Petri Dish. Science! Science! We're a science podcast exploring complex subjects with clarity and evil humor. Join the scientific revolution! Join Petri Dish, dropping every Monday on anchor.fm slash Petri Dish. Hi there, I'm Galen Howard, also known as that mustache guy from that one Weezer video where I eat a bunch of cannoli, and you're listening to everything I learned from movies. And we're back! Oh my god, Steve, those are the greatest ads that ever added in the history of adding! Ah, she said it! They were so much better than this movie! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, the babe. Steve. Ah, I'm a little parched after talking about that movie. I'm a little sober. Only, I'm only half a beer in, Steve. Oh. I want to be Sinatra drunk. <laughs> <laughs> well, shit. Straight to the whiskey. No. Where, where's a moonshine? Let's see. From, ooh, from Lagunitas Brewing, we yeah. have their Little Something Something Ale. A way smooth and silky IPA. Uh, let's see. Do we got the percentage? I want to say this one's like 9%. I seem to remember a little something something's pretty big. Like six or so. Let's see. A lot of silver on white, so... Oh, there we are. 7.5%. Oh, okay. Oh, I must be thinking of the, uh... What's the one that's like a baby barley wine that they oh, do? Oh, the uh, hairy eyeball or whatever? Oh, no, no. Uh, sh- uh, brown sugar. Brown oh, sugar yeah, is yeah, the... yeah. Brown sugar is pretty good, too. Uh, but yeah, it's a little something-something ale. Uh, my top. Ah! This top! Nice. And the poor... Oh, yeah. Effervescent and a slight straw color. So bubbly. Ooh. Ooh, it smells hoppy. You can smell that pine right off the top. Yeah, baby. That, like, you know what? This beer smells like a brewery. Like, it smells malty. It smells a little biscuity. Smells just, yeah, super hoppy. Yeah, it's one of those good, well-rounded IPAs. Like, I just taste it now. Yeah, it's got, like, the good caramel notes in the background, you know. Good caramely notes, but then yeah, you get the pine hops really become uh, apparent in the aftertaste and stuff. Yeah, it's just a good, well rounded yeah. beer. It's weird, you almost get like it's so malty up front. You get you definitely get some hop there, like you know that it's an IPA, but you get the majority of the hop after you've like swallowed. It's yeah. sort of in the, like it's more aromatic hops than flavor hops. Yeah, absolutely. Check it out. Little something something from Lagunitas and Petaluma. Yeah, I am in. Yeah, babe. Would you be interested in any fun facts? Are they super fun facts? Because fun, fun facts. Oh, there's some good ones. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes. What do you think the critics thought of Robin and the Seven Hoods? Oh, they did not like this movie. Are you kidding me? Um, 21%. 40% with the critics. I mean, it's a musical in the 60s, you know. I guess the only people who are going to be watching it and reviewing it now on Rotten Tomatoes are fans of this, so... What do you think the audience score is? 4%. (laughs) Uh, It's 70. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Uh, if you're looking for a musical, it's a musical. But uh, it's not even that good. Anyway. Uh, yeah. Couldn't find what the budget was, but it uh, grossed $9.8 million, so might have made some money. Who knows? Uh, the two lesser-known Rat Packers, Joey Bishop and Peter Lawford, don't appear in this film. <gasps> They're uh, essentially replaced by Bing Crosby and Peter Falk. 
All right. Uh, Peter Lawford was supposed to be in this film, but due to the uh, JFK Frank Sinatra falling out, uh, Lawford, who is Kennedy's brother-in-law, took the brunt of the wrath from the chairman of the board. So basically, I guess Sinatra was having a spat with JFK and said, uh, "Go, go fuck yourself, Pete." I don't know. I guess. Yeah. Um, on the same day that the funeral scene was filmed, President John F. Kennedy, personal friend of Sinatra, was assassinated. Oh fuck! Yeah. Wow. Uh, also, a scene depicting a kidnapping was filmed, but was later cut when star Frank Sinatra's son was kidnapped. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's just interesting. I guess uh, that, that would be a reason why there would be like a boys' home specifically, so you could kidnap the kids. Yeah, kidnap the kids, or maybe like kidnap Sammy Davis since he did he's he like disappear like in... half the movie, or no, like no, in the background he's... not talking, or he's just in the background not talking. His only lines are like a few songs and like yeah, boss, I'll get yeah. it, boss, and yeah. his like where's the phone? Scene. Where's the phone? At? Yeah. Uh, after the assassination of President Kennedy, Frank Sinatra regretted for the rest of his life leaving in one specific line in this movie. Babe, any idea what that line might have been? What line was that, I'll Steve? give you a hint. It's the first scene he shows up in. What line was that, Steve? Well, you know when he's uh, talking to uh, fuck, Guy Gisborne and uh, basically how he's talking about, like, I'm trying to unite all the hoods, you know, like George Washington. Mm. And then he uh, leaves the room saying... You come over like George Washington, I'll send you back like Abe Lincoln. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And uh, Robin and the Seven Hoods was the fourth and final Rat Pack movie. <gasps> uh, the other three, of course, being Ocean's Eleven. Yeah! 1960. Watch that instead of this, guys. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Sergeant's Three and Four for Texas. I don't think I've seen the other two. I'm no, not and I'm just realizing they all have numbers in them. I wouldn't have guessed that, but it makes sense. Because, you know, Robin and Seven Hoods and Eleven. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Anyway, but babe, what did we learn from Robin and or his Seven Hoods? Don't be a do better. <laughs> yep. I learned all about the uh, the sins of Mr. Booze. Mr. Booze, you drink him and you'll lose. It's some shit like that. I like how you just immediately went into the Mr. Plow theme song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that name again is Mr. Booze. Yeah. Um, I learned uh, you can love somebody singing and really not care for their acting. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, it's 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 true. Oh man, it's very rare you get like a like a Sting who can both sing and act. Yeah, and look amazing with his shirt off. Yeah, I mean, there's a reason why you don't see Sinatra with his shirt off. <laughs> I mean, yeah, probably. <laughs> Ooh, uh, I learned Sammy Davis Jr. really liked firing off his guns. Oh, he really does. I also learned he really likes looking for phones. <laughs> <laughs> he would have loved the cell phone era. <laughs> and I learned uh, all a girl really wants is vengeance. And it's true. And possibly a criminal empire. Vengeance, criminal empire, entire house painted in shades of millennial pink, never-ending <laughs> bot like, bottomless thing of bourbon. I could live this life. Yeah. Oh, we did not mention her greatest nightgown. She has a bunch of great oh, fucking Jesus, nightgowns yeah. in this. But there's one of them where, like, saying it's ruffled is an understatement. Oh, like, it is ruffled. <laughs> it's nothing but ruffle. And I told Steve, I'm going to make myself one of these and I'm going to wear it around the house. Yeah. It, it's so ruffled. It's like, is that a woman under all that? Or is it just like a, a mannequin head on top of Romichelle uh, gypsy wedding dress? Actually, she's actually three of those boys from the boys home in a, <laughs> in a, ruffly, <laughs> a ruffly trench coat. Yeah. Uh, babe, thank you for watching this movie with me. Oh, thank you for watching this movie with me. And, uh, babe, are you on social media at all? I am. You can find me everywhere at Untidy Venus. That's a goddess who's bad at housekeeping, and I won't sing for you. Ah! Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, find me everywhere at Untidy Venus. I'm especially over at Etsy at untidyvenus.etsy.com, where I sell my goods and my wares, and they're fabulous. Indeed. And you can also catch those at Podcard Fest. Oh, yes, Saturday, Podcard April 10th. Fest. We're having our virtual festival, a celebration of podcasting and art. And there's going to be a live stream and virtual booths. You can interact with some of your favorite yeah. artists and your new favorite artists. 
and it's going to be great. Uh, check it out at PodCartFest. That's P-O-D-C-A-R-T-F-E-S-T on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. While you're also looking up everything I learned from movies <gasps> at E-I-L-F Movies. Oh, it's going to be so much fun, guys. we got amazing guests lined up. Oh, you know, barring any 2020-like disasters. Sab, that's not going to happen. It's, it's going to be great. Happen. It's going to be great. We have great guests lined up. Of course, Steve and I are going to be hosting. There's going to be a bunch of artists. We're getting a bunch of podcasts on board. It's going to be so much fun. If you enjoyed this podcast, you're you're going to like the talent that we're, we're stirring up. Absolutely. And if you have any artist friends out there that want to be a part of it, Hit us up at Podcart Fest. Or podcast friends who want to be or part of it. Or podcast friends, too. Want to advertise yeah. your podcast? Because I know it's 90% podcaster audience out there, at Abs- least. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, until next time, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything, Everything I, learned I Learned From Movies. movies. Have a good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Don't be a do-bad.